This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 59 degrees at 604. The forecast for today, mostly cloudy, a 70% chance of mainly afternoon showers and thunderstorms and a high in the mid-70s. A Broome County man faces up to life in prison after admitting he tried to lure who he thought was a child into having sexual contact with him. Officials with the U.S. Attorney Northern District Office say 32-year-old Richard O'Hara of Glen Aubrey pleaded guilty to attempting to coerce and entice a minor. O'Hara admits traveling to a house where he thought a 10-year-old girl lived in August of last year with the intent of engaging in sex with her. O'Hara had online contact with an undercover officer posing as a child in July and August of 2020 and exchanged several sexually explicit messages with the agent he believed was a little girl after he had online communications with the same officer believing he was arranging the setup with a parent of the fictitious child. Federal prosecutors say the Glen Aubrey man faces a minimum of 10 years and up to life in prison and a fine of up to $250,000. Sentencing is scheduled scheduled for November. Endicott police detectives are trying to locate at least two people following a report of gunshots in a village, on a village street. Officials say the incident occurred in the 1700 block of Tracy Street around 8:10 p.m. on Wednesday. Investigators believe a couple of people exchanged gunfire on Tracy between South Roosevelt and Adams Avenues. Police say it does not appear anyone was injured in the incident. Witnesses reported seeing a black-colored sedan that apparently was involved leaving the area on South Roosevelt Avenue. Investigators are asking anyone who lives in the area to check their security video from the time around that reported gunfire and to determine if they have footage that might be useful. People with information or video related to the investigation can contact Endicott Police at 607-785-3341. The driver of a septic truck is recovering from injuries suffered when he lost control of the vehicle and crashed in the town of Windsor. New York State Police say 26-year-old Brett Welsh of New Milford was trapped for a time in the cab of the truck after it overturned on Grange Hall Road at around 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday. According to the state police, the crash happened on a slippery road just west of Bush Hill Road. Windsor Assistant Fire Chief John McNulty says the driver was able to get himself out of the truck. Welsh was transported to Barnes Casson Hospital in Susquehanna for treatment of what appeared to be minor injuries. There was no significant leakage of the contents of the septic truck, which is owned by Suburban Septic and Excavating Services of Kirkwood. WMBF First News Time 607. Questions remain about whether customers will be able to make a left turn onto a busy road from a planned burned dairy store in Endicott. 
The proposed store and gasoline station will be built at the site of a former Friendly's restaurant on East Main Street and Loader Avenue. Endicott Mayor Linda Jackson says she understands the developers were having a difference of opinion with the New York State Department of Transportation for turning left onto Main Street. The mayor says burn customers who want to travel east would be able to leave the parking lot via Loader Avenue and use a traffic signal to be able to turn onto East Main Street. Jackson notes left turns are also prohibited from a nearby McDonald's. Although Burn Dairy representatives have discussed the left turn issue with the DOT, the state agency has yet to issue a public decision about it. WMBF First News Time 608. A Republican-crafted bill to ban so-called COVID-19 vaccine passports and restrict the health secretary's actions during health emergencies is dead after a veto by Pennsylvania's Democrat governor. The measure had split both legislative chambers along party lines last month and was vetoed yesterday by Governor Tom Wolf. Legislative Republicans had sought to prevent what they view as a violation of health privacy through stigmatizing policies requiring proof of vaccination. The bill would have kept colleges and universities that receive state money from mandating proof of COVID-19 vaccination to undertake any activity. It also would have kept the health secretary from ordering closures or directing people to engage in disease mitigation efforts. Once again, that was vetoed by Governor Wolf. It's 6.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Hey, it's Ron and Amy, inviting you to join me Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Car Doctor. Helpful tips on repairs, how to avoid them, along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle. The Car Doctor, Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on News Radio 1290, WMBF. Welcome back, Don Giovanni. Thank you, Doug Moser. So good to be back. I'm here with a great morning man. I'm a morning man. Bill Flynn's a morning man, too. we got morning men all over the studio. You'd think we'd cancel each other out, but we don't. And we've got some great shows on the weekend, including right. your shows. That's right. I'm back in the saddle again, again. every Saturday night. From 6 to 9, you, me, and old blue eyes Frank Sinatra. And every Sunday, following Bill Flynn's legendary polka show from noon to 3, we have a big old fashioned Italian house party with good time Italian oldies. So put the water on, make some macaroni, have dinner with the Don. That's me, old brown eyes Sinatra, old blue eyes, and you, Doug Moser. Yeah, me, old bloodshot eyes. Weekday mornings, 5 30 to 9 with Kathy White and Don Giovanni on the weekends. And Bill Flynn, the legend. News Radio 1290. WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'll start with baseball. Freddie Freeman singling home the winning run with a low line drive that uh, deflected off reliever Seth Lugo in the ninth inning. Atlanta Braves beat the New York Mets 4 3 despite 14 strikeouts by Mets ace Jacob Legrom. It was a great until that happened. It's just the fickled finger of fate, apparently, which bounced off uh, the relief pitcher and resulting in a Mets loss. 4-3. to three. Dodgers, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Colorado, Arizona, all winners in the American League. Yankees rained out, postponed. They'll make the game up on the 21st of August. That was the series finale with the L.A. Angels. Boston, Chicago, White Sox. Seattle, Texas, and Houston all winners. Checking NBA last night. Game 5 of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. The Hawks at Milwaukee. Middleton weaves it to Portis. Top of the key. Bobby on a hand back to Holiday. Who drives down the lane. Put it up. Good! Foul! And one time for Holiday. 
Price at 105 to 89 bucks. Yeah, and the uh, Milwaukee Bucks ended up winning it without Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, they win the game 123 to 112, take a 3-2 lead in the series, one game away from reaching the finals. First time they would be there since 1974. Nice to see some new blood in there, you know? Just noticing, the, you know, the communication, the trying to find a way to help the team any way he can, you know, even when, um, you know, he's not able to dress and play. And I just I saw a guy that was... All right. Uh, that, of course, is Coach Butenhauser talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, who did not play with that hyper-extensive left knee. And Atlanta's Trey Young sat out the second straight game due to a bone bruise in his right foot. So those two star players without... And, well, the Bucks didn't need them. That series really is pretty close without those two guys in there. And uh, I'm really impressed with the way the Hawks have played because I never thought they were that good of a team, but uh, apparently they are. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, meanwhile, Phoenix Suns is waiting to see who wins that game. They won the Western Conference Finals yesterday. So the NBA Finals uh, will be coming soon, and uh, the NBA season will be coming to a close. Rumble Ponies rained out last night. In Richmond against the Flying Squirrels. They'll make that up in a doubleheader today. There's a 4.35 p.m. game. And then following that, uh, the make-good doubleheader game. Ponies have won four in a row. They're doing well. And, uh, well, we'll see what happens. They've got a few more games before they come back home next Tuesday for six games here against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats at Morabito Stadium. Today is the 50th. Dick's Sporting Goods Open, also formerly the BC Open. 50 years they've been doing that here. And uh, we're excited about it. We'll have coverage for you with Roger Neal calling in reports beginning later this afternoon and, of course, Saturday and Sunday as well from Enjoy. So uh, if you can't make it down there, you want to keep tabs on the uh, on the play and what's going on, just uh, have your radio handy or WNBF.com, and uh, we'll take care of you. Okay? Also, check out the eight golfers in this year's Dick's Sporting Goods Open that you need to know. You can check it out at WNBF.com or through the WNBF app. It is 614. That's a look at sports. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, weather going to be a little wet the next couple days, but uh, this morning we're looking good. Road conditions are good. No accidents to report. Maybe some construction, weather permitting. Riverside Drive doing their paving operations, alternating lanes from 201 to the city line. That could possibly be going on today, as well as work on the South Side Bridge in Binghamton and other areas. Uh, raining? You don't know if it rains. But uh, we're looking at maybe some afternoon showers and thunderstorms today. Mostly cloudy with temperatures in the mid-70s. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast going into the weekend. For tonight, mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms, low, mid to upper 50s. Saturday, mostly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms around 70. July 4th, going to be beautiful, sunny, mid to upper 70s. Beautiful on Monday, sunny, high in the mid 80s. And Tuesday, more sun, high near 90. Right now we're at 61 degrees, so yeah, it's a kind of a cool morning, but that's okay. 61 degrees is not bad. I'll take that. Uh, I hope you're enjoying yourself as we bring in the final day of the work week. Uh, we brand new month here upon us, first weekend of July coming up. And along with the Dick Sporting Goods Open, it's the 4th of July. So people will be celebrating. A lot of people out on the road this weekend, too. So if you're planning trips, uh, plan accordingly. Allow yourself some extra time and gas up because the gas is skyrocketing. Well, it's... It's getting up there anyway. It's over three now and rising. WNBF First News Time 615. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. We welcome you to our Friday edition of First News Binghamton. We'll check the date book. 
Once again, WMBF 1290 will cover live Dick's Open. Here live reports from Enjoy from Roger Neal. Our coverage is sponsored by the supporters of Dick's Open. See Atoli Heating and Cooling, Brent Dyer Construction, by Performance Auto Sport, by Shenango Auto Sales, by ABC Fire Extinguishing Company, and the Coleman and Daniels Funeral Home. Listen to live coverage from Dick's Open with Roger Neal on WMBF. Joseph, weekday mornings, 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. WNBF. It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290. WNBF. Good morning, July 2nd, going all the way back to 1955. Here we go. The Lawrence Welk television show debuted on ABC. show ran for 27 years, both on network and in syndication. Wonderful, wonderful. Joining us, the beautiful Lennon sisters. Yes. Bubbles in the wine. My grandmother loved Lawrence Welk. I know I've said that before, but it's true. She loved Lawrence Welk. I went to see him one time, I think, years ago. Lawrence Welk Show debuted on the state, 1955, and again, it ran for 27 years. That's a long time. On this date, July 2nd, 1956, Elvis the Pelvis released Hound Dog and this song, Don't Be Cruel. Well, thank, thank you very much. You know I can be found, home all alone. Mm-hmm. If you can't come around, at least please tell the phone, don't be cruel. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you very much, Colonel. I'm going to take a break here. I'm Peanut Butter Natter Sandwich. A 1963 singer, Jose Feliciano, had his first performance in New York City. 1976, Brian Wilson joined the Beach Boys on stage in Oakland, California for the first time in 12 years. Yeah, he kind of was skittish and freaky about being out in public. We lost Jimmy Stewart on this day. He died in Beverly Hills, California, the age of 89, back in 1997. Today is Robert Ito from Quincy's birthday. He's 90. Polly Holiday from Alice is 84. I thought for sure she died. She's the one that said, Alice, kiss my grits. Uh, writer-director Larry David from Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm is 74. Roy Bitton of the E Street Band, 72 today. Jerry Hall, model and actress. I think when she married to Mick Jagger or she was with him, 65 today. Actor Jimmy McNichol is 60 today. Yancey Butler from uh, the Witchblade series, 51. Yeah, who else? Ashley Tillsdale from High School Musical. And Lindsay Lohan. Little Lindsay Lohan is 35 today. Margot Robbie is 31 from the Haley Quinn stuff there that there and that's uh yeah that is a look at what's going on birthday wise uh, around the globe and if you're celebrating a birthday well hey happy birthday to you too first news binghamton presents the lighter side with doug and kathy on news radio 1290 wnbs there was something i was trying to remember on i forgot oh that's what it was today's i forgot day they have legalized marijuana. <laughs> Look, you don't make me break out the Lawrence Welk music again. <laughs> I saw you cringing back there. World UFO Day. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going on these days. What's up with that? You know? I have my suspicions about you. I mean. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> make me I love Men in Black. That's <laughs> What a great movie. I mean, and I, 
I think what was Al Roker was <laughs> one of the aliens living among us. Yeah, <laughs> RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, that's that's a given. They, Dennis uh, Rodman. Yeah, that's a given. That's a, yeah, Dennis Rodman could be an alien. He yeah, that's like what one. they were saying. He is. He might yeah. be. Oh, you know. You never know. But uh, today is uh, the final day of the work week, and it's a three-day weekend. For me, it's a special day for you because you don't have to come back next week. I need this. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? We all need to reboot and unwind a little bit and relax. And uh, you've earned the vacations. We always, you know, our boss is always saying, make sure you put in for it. Yeah, the only thing is it's so tough to get everything front-loaded, done ahead of time that needs to be done. Yeah. And I'm working on a mega project right now that I have to finish mm-hmm. that is go- – actually, while I'm on vacation, it's going to be revealed. Um, but i am I'm got to get that done today and plus the other, you know – stuff groundwork and then when you get back then you got to clean up what the people that filled in for you did or did not do oh i know you you spend more time preparing and get everything ready and then when you come back you know getting everything back to where it's supposed to be settings redone it's like why if you're filling in for somebody for a week why are you why do you reset why do you change everything i'm I'm curious as to what's going to be revealed when you're gone you said something's going to be revealed i'll tell you later you're not an alien are you just making sure. There has been, there have been arguments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I I, I, I kind of get it. I know. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's going to be a nice Actually, weekend. Actually, I think I texted you about it this morning. You might have. I think you did. I don't know. We, we bounced Something a few. That, that our own Christmas elf, Hermie, that doesn't want to make toys. Um, mm, yeah. He wants to be a dentist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> Something that he's excited about. I texted you about it. And, you know, you got it right, Kath. You said Hermie. A lot of people think it's Herbie. It's Hermie. You're right. You got it. I want to be a dentist. Dentist. <laughs> Independent. Yeah. I always, my, my, uh, I always say to my granddaughter, I go, well, now, what does Hermie want to do? She wants to be a dentist. Or he wants to be a dentist, she said. So, yeah. Anyway. We always get in totally different directions from where we started. That's why we do the banter thing. It's just, you know, you pull things out of the air, you know. Busy morning downtown. Uh, We are currently sorting through uh, what's been an ongoing investigation that's in the very early stages. Reports of, first of all, it sounded like a report, well, it was initially a report of an attempted carjacking turned out to not be the case. Mm -hmm. Then it sounded like it was more like victims had approached the uh, rare rideshare driver but scared him and then we had reports of somebody being chased around downtown by somebody with a knife and incident over by the bus station and over by the italian restaurant over there and by the traffic circle and there were police cars all over the place this morning so uh, they have one person that they have detained and we as your news leader the ones and only ones that can give you this information you got it. See, there you have it, and we'll keep. Unless you updated. somebody decides to give it to you twelve hours later, but well, we've got it first, right here. We're news breaks. I'll talk first. to you that about that off the microphone too. Later. Well, you sent me a text about something else this morning too, so that's what I was wondering. I'm like, well, what's going on? Whenever anything's going on downtown, you always know about. Well, it. Well, yeah, and I, well, you, I already knew I was safely yeah. ensconced in here. Mm-hmm. I actually asked for a little. Um, support this morning when i was getting out of my vehicle because there were just a lot of 
jangy people downtown. So uh, I I was in contact with authorities while I got into the building, and I got a hold of one of our other co-workers and told them that they might want to make other parking arrangements until all this stuff that I just mentioned got sorted out. You so. always look out for us, Kathy. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I'm the first one in, so it's like you know, it's like nobody's going to mess with me. I don't think I, I don't think anybody would want to mess with you. I wouldn't. But anyway, we'll keep you updated on that. Kathy will have more information for you throughout the morning, and it's Foodie Friday too. Got another great recipe for you next hour. Right now, time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Time for a gut check. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. New guidelines from the American Heart Association say measuring your waist circumference is just as important as knowing your body weight or BMI. That's because the fat in and around your abdomen, the visceral fat, is more dangerous than that subcutaneous fat. This fat actually wraps around your organs and raises your risk for heart disease, type 2 diabetes, stroke, high cholesterol. Experts think that because visceral fat makes more inflammatory proteins that narrow blood vessels, raise blood pressure, and inflame tissues and organs. Scary stuff. The American Heart Association says the best way to lose belly fat is aerobic exercise. That means cardio, not crunches. Interestingly, they say you don't even have to lose weight to see the health benefits. Just gotta shrink your waistline. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing this is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 6.30. Currently in Binghamton, 59 degrees. The forecast for today, mostly cloudy, uh, high in the mid-70s. We do have a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mainly in the midday today, and those thunderstorms more likely in the afternoon. U.S. officials say the U.S. military has left Bagram Airfield in Afghanistan after almost 20 years. The facility was the epicenter of the war to oust Taliban and hunt down the al-Qaeda perpetrators of the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks on America. Two officials say the airfield was handed over to the Afghan National Security and Defense Force in its entirety. They spoke on condition of anonymity because they have not been authorized to talk, of course. And one of the officials also said the U.S. top commander in Afghanistan, General Austin Miller, said still remains at all capacities and authorities to protect the forces. 
An odd story that has lingered for years, now apparently at least partially settled. One of two Wisconsin girls convicted of nearly stabbing to death a classmate seven years ago is being released from a psychiatric institution. Morgan Geyser stabbed Peyton Leitner 19 times in Waukesha Park in 2014, while 12-year-old Anissa Wire cheered Geyser on. Leitner barely survived. On Thursday, Wire appeared before Waukesha County Circuit Judge Michael Boren, where she was granted a condition. Release. The court does not find that there is clear and convincing evidence that Anissa Wire poses a significant threat of bodily harm to herself or others. The girls said they did it to please fictional internet horror character Slenderman. Wire will be back in court to get the terms of her release approved. Geyser was sentenced up to 40 years in a mental institution. Todd Ant, ABC News. WMBF First News Time 632. City of Binghamton police are sorting out the details of what appears to be an attempted robbery near the downtown central bus terminal. Police got reports shortly before 3.30 this morning from a Lyft rideshare driver of two men approaching his vehicle in what had been construed as a possible attempted carjacking. That apparently was not the case and the men approaching the car may have been related to some sketchy accounts of someone being chased by a man with a knife. Available police cars were called in to sweep the area around the bus station roundabout and Court Street and one man allegedly involved in the incidents has been detained. Early unconfirmed accounts indicate the authorities were sorting out whether the incidents are classified as an attempted robbery or larceny. Investigators are reviewing security camera images from businesses in the area. We'll have more details as they become available. Broome County's pandemic state of emergency is over and its senior centers are again offering services in person, including hot meals and social programs. County Executive Jason Garner says with new infection rates of one or two a day and several days with no new fatalities from COVID-19, he would not renew the executive state of emergency order in place for 475 days as it expired yesterday afternoon. The Democrat says there are no restrictions remaining, so there was no reason to continue the historic order, which was the longest ever emergency declaration in county history. During the emergency, an emergency operations center was opened and helped coordinate the collection and distribution of personal protective equipment like face masks, gloves, respirators, and gowns, get 1.2 million meals to students forced to learn at home without access to normal school breakfast and lunch programs, and with the health department help oversee testing and tracking of the virus. The EOC is now being closed. Meanwhile, the new director of the Broome County Office for Aging, Mary Whipcomb, announced last weekend on our weekly local public affairs program, Southern Tier Close Up, that all eight senior centers and two adult daycare programs have reopened to the public. Those services were shut down by pandemic restrictions, cutting off socialization and other benefits for the senior population. Wickham says, however, a good thing to come out of the crisis was the development of a virtual senior center connecting residents to seniors all over the state. You can hear more about Broom's Office for Aging and Senior Programs featured on Southern Tier Close Up. In case you missed it last weekend, it is still on our podcast cast on WMBF. The Broome County Health Department is reminding residents enjoy the sun safely during the long 4th of July weekend. Officials advise residents to apply sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher every two hours. Seek shade midday when the sun's rays are the strongest and wear hats, sunglasses, and sun protective clothing. Health experts say one in five Americans will be diagnosed with some form of skin cancer in their lifetime, while skin cancer is highly preventable. Officials say over 90% of all skin cancer is caused by exposure to ultraviolet 
ultraviolet radiation from the sun or indoor tanning devices. Broome health officials say last year, as people looked to get out of their houses following the pandemic quarantine and lockdown orders, there was a big increase in park usage in the region. That trend is expected to continue and is encouraged, but residents should practice sun safety while enjoying outdoor activities this weekend and all summer long. It's 635 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Joseph, weekday mornings, 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 148 to go in the game. The Bucks can burn some time now. Holiday crossing, driving into the lane. Lob to Lopez for the slam. 118, 105, 32 for Brooks. And the Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Atlanta Hawks without Trey Young. The, uh, well, the Bucks got the better, 123 to 112. They're up three games to two now in the Eastern Conference Finals. As the Phoenix Suns waits to see who wins uh, between these two guys, game these two teams. Game six Saturday in Atlanta. This has been uh, a real interesting series. Yesterday, National League, the Mets fall to Atlanta four to three. They were doing so well. In fact. Uh, 14 strikeouts for ace Jacob deGrom until Freddie Freeman singled home the winning run with a low-line drive that deflected off reliever Seth Lugo in the ninth inning. And that was all she wrote. Dodgers. Milwaukee. Cincinnati. Colorado. Arizona. All winners in the National League. Over the American League. Yankees rained out. They'll remake that. They'll uh, make that game up. It was the, the series finale with the Angels. Uh, they'll make that game up in August. Boston, Seattle, the White Sox, Texas, and Houston winners. Binghamton Rubble Ponies rained out last night in Richmond. They'll do a doubleheader in Richmond today. And it looks like uh, the Major League All-Star game will include two slugging sons of former big leaguers. Padres outfielder Fernando Tatis Jr. will be among the starters for the National League, while Blue Jays outfielder Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will represent the American League. They are among the first... Nine first-time All-Stars elected Thursday to start the July 13th game at Colorado's Coors Field. And the NFL is fine. The Washington uh, Washington football team, I almost said the Redskins. Oh, I didn't say it. Washington football team, $10 million after a months-long independent investigation found the organization's workplace highly unprofessional, especially for women. All right. You need to do better. And get that Indian off the helmet. Oh, they did already. That's, that's done. Uh, they're still plain label. Or something like that. All right, Dick Sporting Goods Open underway today, the 50th anniversary of the Dick Sporting Goods Open, formerly the BC Open, and uh, it will not disappoint. There's some top notch golfers in town. Doug Barron trying to uh, capture his, cl- uh, defend his crown, I should say. He won back in 2019. Last year, they didn't have it. So uh, Roger Neal will be giving us play-by-play, well, all the information with updates throughout the weekend, beginning later this afternoon and, of course, Saturday and Sunday as well from Enjoy and the Dick's Sporting Goods Open. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 641. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 
traffic is looking good this morning. Really no accidents to report. There may be some construction uh, amidst in between the raindrops today. Pavement uh, on Riverside Drive, project underway this week. Alternating lanes could be along that strip from 201 to the city line if you're traveling in that area. Also the uh, Southside Bridge in Binghamton, working on that and some of the other areas. Possibly the uh, bike and walk pedestrian path there along 434 from Vessel Ave down to Washington. They're working on that area. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly cloudy today. Mainly afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Mid-70s, mostly cloudy tonight. Showers, T-storms possible mid to upper 50s. Mostly cloudy Saturday. There's a chance of showers and thunderstorms. A high near 70. July 4th, looking nice. Mostly sunny. Highs in the mid to upper 70s. And for Monday... Again, mostly sunny, high in the mid-80s. Mostly sunny. There was a chance of an afternoon shower and thunderstorm on Tuesday, but a high near 90. So, yeah, the weather's starting to creep up a little bit more. But it looks like uh, the better half of the weekend is going to be nice. We'll have a nice fourth, uh, maybe for fireworks in the area or wherever you may be doing. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated on that as well. Right now we're at 61 degrees. WNBF First News, Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning, and, hey, thanks for starting your day off. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Oh, welcome to a gorgeous looking weekend, at least most of it's Sunday and Monday. A lot of people having Monday off because Sunday is the 4th of July. A lot of people moving the festivities around. Montrose moving all their festivities to Monday. Normally, the 4th of July is very active in Montrose, and it will be on July 5th. And I know who's going to be there. Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby are going to be there on Monday morning. The parade, the pancake breakfast, all the different fun and festivity things they do. Of course, having fireworks on Sunday night down there at the Montrose High School as well. So, uh, yeah, it's a fun time. Uh, and uh, I'm a big fan of pancakes. Oh, I do, too. I love pancakes. Especially... Then I want to take a nap after I've had them, all those <laughs> carbohydrates. Especially when you put fruit on them and stuff like that. You know, yeah, a husband had, um, was it waffle? Well, same thing. It's just a pancake with a better zip code. Did he tell you I bought him pizza yesterday? Yes, he did. Yeah. And he was very upset because he left it in his refrigerator, what was left. He was oh. going to take home for dinner last night. Yeah, it was a big pizza. It was a personal pizza. It was a big one, though. I'm like, man, that's... Yeah, that's what he said. And then I made him uh, shrimp fried rice, Yeah. and I was going to bring the leftovers into my friend down the hall because we, a bunch of us were talking about Chinese food the other day and different kinds of fried rice and things, and I left that in my refrigerator at home, so I guess I know <laughs> what I'm having for lunch today. I brought my food in, so I'm, I'm good anyway. Yeah, I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Once again, trying to figure out all the stuff that I have to do before I go on vacation. Yeah, you spend half of the time figuring it all out. I know I'm the same way. In fact, I was going to take today off. It was going to be my floater, but it's like tomorrow's my wife's birthday. 
So, yeah, so we're gonna. She's been through the ringer. Yeah, yeah, she has. But we're gonna. I'm gonna pick up my granddaughter later After you today. Pushed her off the roof. And... <laughs> yeah, I pushed her off the roof. <laughs> More like she'd push me off the roof. But, uh, um, but yeah. So uh, it'll be nice this weekend. We're gonna try and the Boss Baby movie's coming out tonight today. Uh, yeah, on I Peacock. saw that. Yep, there's and, a, a lot of good kids movies. Yeah, well, they they both both my kids. So I'm gonna buy the movie today. And well, we got Peacock, so we get it there. But. Um, We'll be able to watch uh, the Boss Baby movie, the new one, and they both love it. The little granddaughter, she loves Boss Baby too. So, I don't know if we've ever—I don't think we've ever shown those at the campground. Mm-hmm. We got rained out la- uh, weekend before last, so we're trying to reschedule showing the movie Soul that won all those awards this year. Kids love that movie. Well, somebody somebody that hadn't seen the movie said, "Isn't that a really sad, depressing movie?" I'm going. Oh, is it? I don't. The kids love. My granddaughter loves it. Do you it. think it was depressing? I didn't watch enough of it to tell. You know, I, I get. I don't get caught up in. The I only thought thing it was I, supposed to be funny and kind of awful. I mean, it's a kids movie. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, the only thing I like is uh, that she watches is SpongeBob. That, that cracks me up. You know, but, speaking of kids movies that have tragic and and sad, what is wrong with Disney, man? When we were kids, even it was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> but I had to laugh. It was a, it was a few months ago. There was a story about this little girl that requested specifically that her birthday cake show the scene from Lion King, yeah. where Simba's father is killed, where he's he dies. Right, right. I mean, that's horrible. I know. And, but you know what? Did you hear why the little girl wanted that? No. Why? And that's the cake was, you know, with this dead lion at the bottom of a cliff and stuff. Right. No, she figured that everybody at her birthday party would be so sad they wouldn't want cake and it would be all, she'd get it all. Oh. <laughs> that's a smart kid. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a major planning right <laughs> that there. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are, if you think about it, even Bambi, man, you know, yes! the mommy dying and you know, Absolutely. It's uh I, What's I never wrong with Disney. I never really thought about it as a kid. It didn't it didn't have that much of a Oh, it upset me, me greatly. <laughs> yeah. Well then you then they coupled it you had flower and the thumper I, and all still, that. No. It's terrible. <laughs> you were traumatized by absolutely. Bambi. Absolutely. <laughs> I wonder if we can get you know, yeah. Well, anyway, can't get Doctor Phil or somebody in here. Really, I have issues. <laughs> Kids that were traumatized by Bambi as a by, kid. Well, it, there are a lot of Disney movies. That's, you know, it, it actually even um, they they made it so it wasn't horrible. But at uh, Lady and the Tramp, mm-hmm. that uh, you thought that the one dog would have been run over by a wagon, and it turns out that he was only hurt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. That's not too bad when they do that, but yeah. Yeah. When they're not really, yeah, but you think it, at the time, and it's like, oh my. Yeah, but you know, we had a lot of violent. Why would car- you do that to children? <laughs> we had a lot of violent cartoons back in our day. Look at all the bombs that were blowing up in Yosemite Sam's face and everybody. And but nothing you know? happened to him. Now, that was another thing too. Is there, there was? Yeah. I remember debates about that for years too. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're showing kids that nothing bad actually happens when you, you know, shoot somebody's right. beak off right yeah it just kind of <laughs> flies around and it's all smoky and, and then it charred. lands back in place <laughs> that's right back in place again <laughs> we could go on and on for this i think forever, i could go folks. listen to some beethoven in the newsroom if you don't mind long hair music <laughs> yes, folks all right <laughs> and we'll give you our consumer tech update right now here's kim commando today a note to those who believe that they have not been a direct victim of ransomware the bad news you have kim commando with how brought to you by start mail Email can put you at risk of data breaches, identity theft, and fraud. Try encrypted email free at starmail.com slash Kim.
This year, ransomware has crippled oil pipelines, hospitals, police departments, governmental agencies, and businesses, maybe in the millions. We don't know real numbers because businesses hide the attack for fear that investors or the public's confidence in them will fall. Many times, ransomware victims quietly file insurance claims, and here is where all of us will take the hit. This year, businesses that have cyber insurance coverage, and most do, are being hit with massive rate increases of 40% or more. Whether they filed a ransomware case doesn't matter. And that's a business expense companies will pass on to you and me by increasing the costs of whatever they sell. We are all victims of ransomware. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. So many of us just don't take our online privacy as seriously as we should be. But using the Internet without ExpressVPN is like taking a call on a train or a bus on speakerphone, and then everyone can hear it. You don't know who has access to your most private sensitive information. That's why I use ExpressVPN. Your Internet service provider knows every single website that you visit. And here in the United States, they can legally sell this information to advertising companies and tech giants who then will use your data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the Internet. So people just can't peep on your online activity and see what you're doing. Just fire up the app and click one button. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. So this way, everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can also be protected. Secure your online activity today at expressvpn.com slash Kim, and you're going to get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim for three extra months of service for free. expressvpn.com slash Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looks good this morning. We have nothing to report accidents wise. Probably some road construction weather permitting today in between the rain. Riverside Drive doing paving there from 201 to the county or to the city line and over on the south side bridge in Binghamton work continues in that area too. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast mostly cloudy today. There is a chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid 70s. Mostly cloudy tonight. Showers and thunderstorms low in the mid to upper 50s. On Saturday, mostly cloudy. Chance of showers, thunderstorms high around 70. Independence Day, mostly sunny. Mid to upper 70s. And Monday, mostly sunny, high in the mid-80s. So uh, the better half of the weekend, July 4th, looks really good. And then Monday, so for the fireworks, ought to be nice if you're going to fireworks on uh, Sunday night. On Tuesday, looks like uh, pretty good, too. Mostly sunny. There is a slight chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, but it's going to be warm. Highs near 90, so we got warmer weather coming our way, most certainly, uh, in the upcoming days couple days anyway this one and tomorrow so if you have plans uh i see gas prices going up and they're saying that this is going to be a record weekend for travel most people traveling by car uh and i don't know whether that's just long 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 trips or maybe they're just going an hour away or half hour away not really sure but there'll be a lot of traffic out so not a bad idea to uh to gas up in fact uh i have put an article up at wnbf.com that may be able to help you with that for the weekend coming up here how to prepare for the holiday weekend all right and i'm not going to go through the whole thing because i really would like you to look at it but uh, it does talk about gas that's one of the areas Uh, it is uh, starting to climb and of course many people are going to be at the pumps 
this holiday weekend, so gas up before the weekend to avoid extra time waiting in line at the pumps. That's just a helpful tip from your Uncle Doug here and WNBF.com. All right. Now we are at 61 degrees right now. Kathy White standing by with the latest local news for you. We'll get world headlines in a minute as well. Also on this day in 1956, July 2nd, Elvis Presley recorded Hound Dog and this song. We're going to take it up to ABC News. It's Don't Be Cruel. You know I can be found Sitting home all alone If you can't come around At least please tell the phone Don't be cruel To who heart is true Baby, you were made a man Something I might have said Please don't forget my past The future looks bright ahead Don't be cruel To who heart is true Trusted source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning at 704. The fog is rolled in in some areas right now at the airport. They're reporting only about a half mile visibility, 59 degrees, fog and mist. The forecast for today, mostly cloudy, a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms, and a high in the mid-70s. Authorities are investigating the cause of a garage fire that shut down a Little League game in Owego last night. Tioga County Emergency Services officials say the blaze at a structure at 171 Talcott Street next to Hyde Park drew firefighters from Owego and Appalake in around quarter after nine last night and kept crews on the scenes for three and a half hours. The firefighters were able to go back to their stations about quarter of one this morning. One minor injury was reported. Tioga Firewire reported the building was fully engulfed when crews got on the scene and the ball game at Hyde Park was being evacuated. Fire damage reportedly contained to the garage. With Little League games happening next door, the firefighters had a challenge navigating the big trucks through those crowded streets. A Broome County man faces up to life in prison after admitting he tried to lure who he thought was a child into having sexual contact with him. Officials with the U.S. Attorney Northern District Office say 32-year-old Richard O'Hara of Glen Aubrey pleaded guilty to attempting to coerce and entice a minor. O'Hara admits traveling to a house where he thought a 10-year-old girl lived in August of last year with the intent of engaging in sex with her. O'Hara had online contact with an undercover officer posing as a child in July and August of 2020 and exchanged several sexually explicit messages with the agent he believed was a little girl after he had online communication with the officer believing he was arranging the setup with a parent of the fictitious child. Federal prosecutors say the Glen Aubrey man faces a minimum of 10 years and up to life in prison and a fine of up to $250,000. Sentencing is set for November. WMBF First News Time 706. Endicott police detectives are trying to locate at least two people following a report of gunshots in a village street. Authorities say the incident occurred in the 1700 block of Tracy Street around 8.10 p.m. on Wednesday. Investigators believe a couple of people exchanged gunfire on Tracy between South Roosevelt and Adams Avenues. Witnesses 
reported seeing a black-colored sedan that apparently was involved, leaving the area on South Roosevelt Avenue. The investigators are asking people who live in the area to check their security cameras around the time of the reported gunfire to determine if they have footage that might be helpful. Police with information or video related to the investigation may contact Endicott Police at 607-785-3341. WMBF First News Time 707. The driver of a septic truck is recovering from injuries suffered when he lost control of the vehicle and crashed in the town of Windsor. New York State Police say 26-year-old Brett Welsh of New Milford was trapped for a time in the cab of the truck after it overturned on Grange Hall Road around 4.30 p.m. Wednesday. According to state police, the crash happened on slippery roads just west of Bush Hill Road. Windsor Assistant Fire Chief John McNulty says the driver was able to get himself out of the truck. Welsh was transported to Barnes-Casson Hospital in Susquehanna for treatment of what appeared to be minor injuries. There was no significant leakage of the contents of the septic tank or the septic truck which is owned by Suburban Septic and Excavating Services of Kirkwood. WMBF News Time 708. Questions remain about whether customers will be able to make a left-hand turn onto a busy street from a planned burn dairy store in Endicott. The proposed store and gasoline station would be built at the site of a former Friendly's restaurant on East Main Street and Loader Avenue. Endicott Mayor Linda Jackson says she understands the developers were having a difference of opinion with the New York State Department of Transportation about turning left onto Main Street. The mayor says Burn customers who want to travel east would still be able to leave the parking lot via Loader Avenue and use a traffic signal in order to turn onto East Main. Jackson notes left turns are also prohibited from a nearby McDonald's restaurant. Although Burn Dairy representatives have discussed the left turn issue with the DOT, the state agency has yet to issue a public decision about it. It's 7.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, a big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, Thanking Our Heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lockheed Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Let's go to the NBA Eastern Conference Finals last night. Milwaukee Bucks hosting the Atlanta Hawks. Game five. Teams knotted at two apiece until Middleton weaves it to Portis, top of the key. Bobby on a hand back to Holiday, who drives down the lane, put it up, good, foul, and one time for Holiday. 
Price at 105 to 89 bucks. Playing without Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Milwaukee Bucks leaned on a balanced attack, taking a 3-2 lead over the Eastern in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals with a 123-112 win. Brooke Lopez among four Milwaukee Bucks to score over 20 points. Chris Middleton scored 26. Drew Holiday had 25. And Bobby Portis, ex-Nick, ladies and gentlemen, had 22. Coach Budenhauser about Portis' contributions after the game. This one, guys, work hard. You know, you like for them to be rewarded. Um, he's he's prepared. He wants to, you know, just like Brooke, they want to be there for their team. Um, and that kind of selflessness, and when you see it manifest itself on the court. All right, game six, tomorrow night in Atlanta. Trey Young not playing as well, and don't know if he'll play. Sweet Lou Williams has been doing well for them, though. He had 17 last night, but just not quite enough. Milwaukee was on the attack. Checking uh, baseball last night, Yankees got rained out. Their series finale with the Angels rained out. They'll make that game up in August. Boston, Seattle, the White Sox, Texas, and Houston all winners. Over in the National League, Mets were doing good. 14 strikeouts by ace Jacob deGrom until Freddie Freeman singled home the winning run with a low-line drive that deflected off reliever Seth Lugo. In the ninth inning, Braves win 4-3. to three. Dodgers, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Colorado, and Arizona, all winners in the National League. Binghamton Rumble Ponies rained out yesterday in Richmond. They'll play a doubleheader out there against the Flying Squirrels today, and they'll be back home again on Tuesday for a six-game homestand against New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Well, the Major League All-Star game will include two slugging sons of former big leaguers, Padres outfielder Fernando Tatis, Jr. will be among the starters for the National League, while Blue Jays outfielder Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will represent the American League. They were among the first nine first-time All-Stars elected Thursday to start the July 13th game at Colorado's Coors Field. Dick's Sporting Goods open here at Enjoy this weekend. Round one begins later today, and Roger Neal will have reports all weekend long from Enjoy and the Dick's Sporting Goods open celebrating its 50th year. Want to meet some of the players? Log on, WNBF.com or through the WNBF app and uh, see some of the players that will be there this year. And uh, we'll give you reports all weekend long, too. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 713. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, road conditions this morning look good. We have no accidents to report, no huge gridlock tie-ups right now. Highways seem to be rolling along, intercity traffic as well. May see some construction crews out today. They were working on paving on Riverside Drive from Route 201 to the city line and also the Southside Bridge in Binghamton. Uh, along the uh, pedestrian and bike path along 434 along the river there uh, may resume some construction in that area and milling and paving in certain areas too, weather permitting. There is rain in the forecast. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly cloudy today, mainly afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-70s, mostly cloudy tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms mid to upper 50s. Saturday, mostly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms a high near 70. And for the 4th of July, looking good, mostly sunny with highs in the mid to upper 70s. On Monday, mostly sunny, highs in the mid 80s. I see no rain those two days right now. And then mostly sunny on Tuesday. There is a chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm because temperatures are going to be near 90 for Tuesday. So, yeah, heating up again. And we're getting close. The dog days of summer, July 11th, that starts. So, yeah, we're getting close to the doggy days of summer here. Right now, though, a mild 61 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Good morning to you. I'm Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. We thank you for allowing us to be part of your morning. Hope it's going well.
Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Well, good morning. I've been waiting for you. Long time no hear from, right? People always wonder, well, what do they do when they're in commercial break? What goes on? Well, a swig of coffee, depending on how long I get. Usually at the top of the hour when we have ABC News and Kathy, I get a little bit of a respite there, about nine minutes. So a lot of times I can run upstairs to my office very quickly and check my email or check a, a story I'm writing or, uh, you know, or maybe grab a, a more coffee or something like that. You know, so, yeah, those are the some of the things we should have a Q&A someday, you know, because I think people, there's a misconception of radio people. I know the misconception has always been, yeah, they work four hours a day and they make a boatload of money. <laughs> Wrong. Let's check in with Wall Street. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Major stock benchmarks began the second half of 2021 on a positive note. The Dow Jones posted a 131-point gain to close yesterday at 34,633. The Nasdaq Composite picked up 18 points. The S&P 500 added 22. Monthly unemployment stats for June are due out this morning. They're expected to show last month's job growth outpacing the May rate as more Americans got back into the workforce. The severe drought affecting parts of the country could mean higher food prices for everyone. As water levels fall, farmers will be unable to maintain key crops and feed livestock, making products like almonds, avocados, and milk more expensive. The latest space race does not pit nation against nation, but billionaire against billionaire. Sir Richard Branson now plans to ride into space on a Virgin Galactic craft on July 11th. That's nine days before Jeff Bezos does so in a Blue Origin vehicle. Jim Ryan, ABC News. I want to go into space, you know. I always wanted to do that, too. It's a, you know, I'll never get there, but uh, they hit these uh, commercial flights. Not commercial flights, but you have to have money. You know, you have to have more money than anything, like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and those guys. They have more money. They could have a money fight uh, with the whole city of Binghamton and still have tons of money left, you know. It's just one of those things where you could just burn money. You could just have fires made up. Imagine having that. I can't even wrap my head around that. You know, you think about some of these big NBA stars as well, making millions of dollars. It's like, yeah, he was fined $2.2 million. If you were fined $2.2 million, that would be devastating. You'd never pay it back. There's no way. So this is kind of interesting. It's a TV interview. Kathy gave me the story of an Oakland violence prevention official uh, the attack occurred outside City Hall amid spiking crime rates in Oakland, okay? Less than three hours after the police chief blasted the city council for cutting funds to the police department's budget. Apparently, newscasters from uh, the TV station KNTV were filming the interview with uh, Guillemar Cespedes, the director of the Department of Violence Prevention. Now, this guy's the director of violence prevention, folks. While he was getting interviewed, the robbers attempted to steal the TV's cruise cameras and equipment. A scuffle ensued, and a private security guard pulled out a gun and ordered the suspects to leave. The two fled within the camera, without the camera, rather. No injuries were reported. Apparently, colleagues were conducting an interview at Oakland City Hall when they were approached by two armed individuals. Conducting an interview on violence prevention. And these guys come up and ride. Now, what is going on with this world now? You know? It's wacky. I'm telling you. There's just so much going on. It's not, it's just odd, you know? And where's the smarts there? I don't know. 
They're only talking about the crooks, of course. Doesn't make any sense. But as Forrest Gump once said, sometimes it happens. I always say there's not one family in Cleveland having them all, you know. No offense to Cleveland, by the way, just a, you know, just an analogy. Anyway, all right, well, let's talk about tech trends and the Android apps for Windows 11. Get ready for Windows 11, folks. From ABC News, tech trends. Windows and Android come even closer together. One of the biggest changes coming later this year when Windows 11 rolls out will be the ability to natively run Android apps. Microsoft Corporate Vice President Yousef Mehdi. The ability to call for an Uber or to, to order food through DoorDash or to get any of the apps that I use or even in some of those games I play a lot of Clash Royale. The ability to play those games and have them on the PC, that is something that we think is going to unlock so much fun and so much more productivity. It's part of a partnership with Amazon, so the apps will be coming from there, not the Google Play Store. And Medi says users will be able to find them right in the Microsoft Store. So you can go into our store and you can search for apps in one place and your uh, your Android apps will be right there. So searching and finding them will be great. And then when you run them, they'll also run and we'll do all of the smart things we do in Windows to make sure the windowing technology works for the way those apps will run on the desktop. With Tech Trends, I'm Jim Ryan, ABC News. Technology is crazy, isn't it? I'm still waiting for the technology, and I still think this is valid. If you could have a, a technology that your car could fold into a suitcase, because I'm telling you, it would save on parking. Just think about all the parking tickets you wouldn't get, and uh, you wouldn't have to pay the annual parking fee. You just push a little button and you're... Vehicle would fold right up into a suitcase, and you can carry it right inside the house, just like George Jetson, you know? Uh, where's my car? Uh, I think you left it on top of the cabinet over there, honey. Oh, okay. All right. So anyway. Yeah, and I'm still waiting for the, another technology that would be impressive, something that will pull me out of bed in the morning, put me right into the shower. Yeah. You know, that would be a nice technology, too. So, But we've got a lot of technology uh, coming our way and more and more every single day and these apps are just getting crazy you got apps on everything now a washer's got apps your phone's got apps you got cameras around the house with apps you can spy on the world it's just wow it's weird and uh you know there's good and bad it's bittersweet both but i embrace i embrace technology Seven twenty-three, sixty-one degrees good morning welcome to friday first news thing Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Still thinking about other things that technology could bring us, things that would be more practical, you know? How about like telepods? What do you think of that? You know, you could get into a little telepod and you could be in Los Angeles in about three seconds. You know, just. Just have to make sure you don't have any flies in the pod with you. You know, you want to wind up with a fly head, right? Help me. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get an entertainment update. Here's Jason Nathanson. ABC Entertainment News. Welcome to the future. Chris Pratt, once again saving the world from aliens. The Guardians of the Galaxy star heads up the new sci-fi time travel film, The Tomorrow War. I will be back. Which is all about action and creepy creatures, but he says also about family. I mean, I think there's not a single parent out there who wouldn't say that they'd do absolutely anything for their children. And that's really what this story is about. Dad, I need your help. I'll get my coat. The Tomorrow War is out today on Amazon Prime Video. Thank you for your participation. Also out today, the horror sequel, The Forever Purge, is only in theaters. I miss my teeth. The animated sequel, Boss Baby, Family Business, is in theaters and streaming on Peacock. Welcome to the Hollywood. 
And Questlove's concert documentary, Summer of Soul, about the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival, is on Hulu. And happy birthday to Margot Robbie. The two-time Oscar nominee is 31, while Curb Your Enthusiasm creator and star Larry David is 74. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. All right. I'm excited about some of the movies. That that new Amazon movie, uh, Tomorrow War, because I'm a big time travel guy. I love movies about time travel and uh, television shows about time travel. Remember the time tunnel? I don't know if you remember that, if you're old enough or not. The Time Tunnel was an Irwin Allen production. Came out around the same time Lost in Space came out, right in that area, uh, mid to upper 60s. And it was about two scientists who travel. They get in this little tunnel, and they travel through time. And they, they, I think the first episode, they ended up on the Titanic. They were trying to convince the captain, look, Captain, man, you're getting an iceberg, and you're going to sink. And the captain's like, you guys are crazy. We're throwing you in the brig, you know. And Anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of an interesting uh Interesting series, and uh, Quantum Leap was one of my favorite time travel movies as well. Did you ever see that? It, it uh, about a guy uh, who was a scientist who actually leaps into other people's bodies and he becomes them. And the only person that can really see him differently is Al. Al's a hologram, and he smokes a cigar, and he he always says Ziggy says there's an anyway. I'm, I don't want to go off on a tangent on you, but Quantum Leap it's out there. You ever look at uh, like old TV shows and you want to watch something if you're into time travel? Uh, that's another fun one that was out. So this one, though, was a little little different. This Tomorrow War, from what I saw, the trailers of it, he kind of gets, he transports into time to try to prevent a war. So, but it's, get it, Tomorrow War. So it's like, like the year 2032 or 2052 or something like that. And he keeps coming back and forth, you know, doing it that way. So anyway, interesting. Interesting. Not quite like Bill and Ted. That was kind of a different time travel movie. Hey, we'll be checking in with Roger Neal coming up next hour. We've got reports from uh, Enjoy all weekend long. The Dick Sporting Goods Open gets underway a little later today, round one, and that will continue right into Sunday. And we'll get a report on what happened yesterday with Pro-Am. And uh, weather permitting, anyway, there there is a, a chance of showers and thunderstorms later today, and there is some in the forecast tomorrow, too. So whether or not they'll get all the play in, We'll see, but it looks like Sunday and Monday are really nice, so if they did have to make something up, they certainly could do it then. But, uh, you know, they'll do their best to try to get it in um, this weekend, uh, by Sunday anyway. And we'll have reports from Roger all weekend long, and the fun thing is we have our two live shows on Sunday, so Roger will be uh, doing reports live on the air uh, from Sunday morning right through Sunday afternoon with Don Giovanni. So we'll look forward to that. The 50th anniversary of the Dick Sporting Goods Open, folks. You can catch all the information all weekend long with Roger Neal right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. I'm Kathy White, and it is 7.30, and we have fog again this morning. The National Weather Service, the airport reporting about a half-mile visibility with fog and mist. Clouds today, a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms, temperatures into the mid-70s. Florida officials are working on plans to demolish what's left of a partially collapsed oceanfront condominium outside of Miami and Surfside. The plans were revealed yesterday after concerns about the structure's instability 
prompted a 15-hour halt in a search for the survivors. After rescue efforts resumed last evening, officials said they had started planning for the likely demolition of what remains of the structure. Scott Nauchman, a FEMA structures specialist, said engineers are looking at different methods for bringing the rest of the building down. He said if the building does come down, initially it'll be a slowdown in the rescue operation, but he said demolition would create a safer working environment that could allow more personnel on the site and accelerate the pace. The World Health Organization is warning of a new wave of COVID infections now in Africa. WHO reporting that COVID cases have increased in Africa for six weeks running, rising by 25% week after week, and deaths increasing by 15% across 38 countries in the same period. Much of the spread is fueled by the Delta variant, which has been reported in 16 countries. The WHO describing that variant that originated in India as the most most contagious variant yet, an estimated 30 to 60 percent more transmissible than other variants. In Esda Liquitera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. WMBF First News Time, 732. City of Binghamton police are sorting out the details of what appears to be an attempted robbery near the downtown central bus terminal. Police got reports shortly before 3.30 this morning from a Lyft rideshare driver of two men approaching his vehicle in what had been construed as a possible attempted carjacking. That apparently was not the case, and the men approaching the car may have been related to sketchy accounts of someone being chased by a man with a knife downtown. Available police cars were called in to sweep the area around the bus station, roundabout, and Court Street, and one man allegedly involved in the incidents had been detained. Early unconfirmed accounts indicate the authorities were sorting out whether the incidents are classified as an attempted robbery or larceny. Investigators are reviewing security camera images from businesses in the area. We will have more details when and if they become available. Broome County's pandemic state of emergency is over and its senior centers are again offering services, including hot meals and social programs in person. County Executive Jason Garner says with new infection rates of one or two a day and several days with no new fatalities from COVID-19, He would not renew those executive state of emergency orders that have been in place for 475 days, allowing them to expire yesterday afternoon. The Democrat says there are no new restrictions or old restrictions remaining, so there was no reason to continue the historic order, which was the longest ever emergency declaration in effect in county history. During the emergency, an emergency operations center was opened and helped coordinate the collection and distribution of personal protective equipment like face masks, gloves, respirators, and gowns get 1.2 million meals to students forced to learn at home without the access to normal school breakfast and lunch programs, and with the health department help oversee testing and tracking for the virus. The EOC is now being closed. Meanwhile, the new director of the Broome County Office for Aging, Mary Whitcomb, announced last weekend on our weekly local public affairs program, Southern Tier Close-Up, that all eight senior centers and two adult daycare programs have reopened to the public. Those services were shut down by the pandemic restrictions, cutting off socialization and other benefits for the senior population. Wickham says, however, a good thing to come out of the crisis was the development of a virtual senior center connecting residents to seniors all over the state. You can hear more about Broom's Office for Aging and Senior Programs featured on Southern Tier Close Up that aired last week, but it is available anytime on the WNBF podcast. 
The Broome County Health Department reminds residents enjoy the sun safely during the long 4th of July weekend. Officials advise residents to apply sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher every two hours. Seek shade midday when the sun's rays are strongest and wear hats, sunglasses, and sun protective clothing. Health experts say one in five Americans will be diagnosed with some form of skin cancer in their lifetime, while skin cancer is highly preventable. Officials say over 90% of all skin cancer is caused by exposure to ultraviolet radiation from the sun or indoor tanning devices. It's 735 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, let's start with the NBA last night. It was game five of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. Bucks without Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Hawks without Trey Young. And the Bucks prevailed. They called on Chris Middleton, who had 22 points. Oh, I'm sorry. Middleton had actually 26 points. Drew Holiday, 25, and Bobby, Bobby Portis, 22. Brooke Lopez, 33 points. He was on fire last night. Milwaukee Bucks, 123. Atlanta, 112. Bucks lead the series three games to two now and can close it out with a win in Atlanta tomorrow night for game six. Giannis probably not going to play. Trey Young, if he can, he will, but he's got that bruised bone in his foot and may not play as well. In the American League, Yankees were rained out last night. Their final game of the series against the Angels, they'll put that off and uh, play it sometime in August. Boston, Seattle, White Sox, Texas, and Houston winners. In the National League, the Mets losing 4-3. to Dodgers over Washington, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Colorado, and Arizona. All winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies rained out last night in Richmond against the Flying Squirrels. They'll try to make up that up with a doubleheader today in Richmond. And the Major League All-Star Game will include two slugging sons of former big leaguers. Padres outfielder Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, will be among... The starters for the National League, while Blue Jays outfielder Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will represent the American League. They are among nine first-time All-Stars elected Thursday to start the July 13th game, playing at Colorado's Coors Field. The NFL has fined the Washington football team $10 million after a months-long independence investigation found the organization's workplace highly unprofessional, especially for women. The team was not stripped of any draft picks, or nor, no formal suspensions were handed out as part of the league's discipline. Just the $10 million they got to pay. Yeah. Dick's Sporting Goods Open begins today at Enjoy. We'll have uh, complete coverage for you throughout, with updates throughout the weekend with Roger Neal on location, starting a little later today. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Road conditions are good this morning. No accidents out there and no uh, huge tie ups right now. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly cloudy, mainly afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-70s, mostly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid to upper 50s. 
Saturday, mostly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms behind your 70. And for the 4th of July, looking really good. Mostly sunny, mid to upper 70s. Mostly sunny on Monday, mid 80s. Mostly sunny with a chance of showers or thunderstorms on Tuesday with a high near 90. Right now we're at 62. As we're ready for the big weekend coming up here, Independence Day weekend. And whatever you're doing, hope it's a good one for you. WNBF, 61 degrees right now. Foodie Friday. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And with Foodie Friday, take it away, Kathy White. Well, nice little sweet treats for the 4th of July. Easy to make ahead of time. I like the powdered sugar. Yeah. <laughs> powdered sugar. <laughs> I noticed that right away. Mm. Fresh berries. It's time for fresh berries. They're in season. I, I like to go with the seasonal. I'm still waiting for the Pennsylvania peaches. Yeah. They should be in like another couple weeks, and we should be able to be into peach season. But right now, getting blueberries, raspberries, all that kind of stuff. And I like things that are easy, especially if I've got guests coming. Mm-hmm. I've been a real big fan of puff pastry for years, but they can you actually can get little puff pastry shells. Yep. So you don't even have to worry about rolling it out or forming it or anything. So these little tarts that I make, that they're uh, blackberry and blueberry tarts, in a matter of minutes, you can have these things done. You can have them warm. You can have them room temperature. You can even refrigerate them if you want. Have them with ice cream. And it's just a fast and easy little snack. Now, you were talking about ginger uh-huh. and not the one from Gilligan's Island. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I use <laughs> ginger as one of the spices in 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 this particular thing. It, it adds a kind of an almost like a peppery bite. You don't want to use a lot. But the thing that's cool about ginger is that is one of the herbs and uh, and seasonings, but the uh, the spices that have medicinal uh, benefits, too. Mm-hmm. If you want to know about things like that, like the benefits of turmeric and ginger and cinnamon, talk to our friends at Down to Earth Whole Foods, Grant Avenue and Endicott. They can steer you the right way on how to modify your diet. They have the supplements, which are great and are uh, the easiest way to go. But if you want to mm-hmm. slip some things into your diet that also help with things like blood pressure, um, cholesterol, that kind of stuff, Talk to the experts at Down to Earth Whole Foods, Grant Avenue, and Endicott, and they can tell you about all the health benefits of things that you can add into your foods and also substitutes for things if you want to get away from, oh, uh, processed wheat flour, things like that. And uh, check them out. They're open seven days a week, Grant Avenue in Endicott. You can also check them out online. They have a Facebook page that tells you about all their specials. They also have little news items that pop up there. Check them out on Twitter as well. They are open seven days a week. They have curbside pickup. They have delivery. And go to downtoearthwholefoods.com for more information. The store number is 785-2338. That's 607-785-2338. And we thank them very much for giving you Foodie Friday every Friday right here on WMBF. We do. Did you bring in any of those berry tarts today? Heck no. Oh, thank you very little. <laughs> You're welcome. They were delicious. 
It's the annual Independence Day celebration in Montrose, Pennsylvania, July 4th and 5th. At dusk on July 4th, fireworks at the Montrose Area High School. Then Monday, July 5th, a big day. Pancake breakfast, Independent Day races, over 100 art and craft vendors on the green. The huge patriotic parade with the home theme, thanking our heroes. Parade begins at 11 o'clock. Plenty of food, vendors, and all during the all-day celebration. Your host the Kiwanis and Lions Clubs. This is WMBS Bill Flynn inviting you to hear our live coverage with me and Kevin Bigsby 8 o'clock in the morning on WMBF 1290. Proudly sponsored by the Daniel K. Regan Funeral Home, Overhead Door Company, Montrose Parade Committee, Little Nelson Insurance Agency, Lofty Rock Products, Montrose Motors, and Endless Mountain Healthcare Systems. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unbelievable imaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WN Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 61 degrees. Starting things off here. Edge of a big weekend coming up. The 4th of July is here. Hard to believe, isn't it? And and incredibly enough, it's really nice to to know that uh, we're squashing this pandemic and people are getting out and getting back to some normal life and you know, a chance to maybe visit with your family and friends, have a little party, go out and see some fireworks this weekend. Boy, it's just really, really nice. Looks like we're going to see some showers today, though. Cloudy, mid-70s, warm, but cloudy. Tonight, pretty much the same, mid to upper 50s. And into tomorrow, pretty much the same, high near 70. But then it's going to start getting nicer uh, the better half of the weekend. Sunday, July 4th, mostly sunny. Mid to upper 70s, mostly sunny Monday, mid 80s. So we've got a couple nice days ahead of us, too. Some things to look forward to. Let's check in with Wall Street. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Major stock benchmarks began the second half of 2021 on a positive note. The Dow Jones posted a 131-point gain to close yesterday at 34,633. The Nasdaq Composite picked up 18 points. The S&P 500 added 22. Monthly unemployment stats for June are due out this morning. They're expected to show last month's job growth outpacing the May rate as more Americans got back into the workforce. The severe drought affecting parts of the country could mean higher food prices for everyone. As water levels fall, farmers will be unable to maintain key crops and feed livestock, making products like almonds, avocados and milk more expensive. The latest space race does not pit nation against nation, but billionaire against billionaire. Sir Richard Branson now plans to ride into space on a Virgin Galactic craft on July 11th. 
That's nine days before Jeff Bezos does so in a Blue Origin vehicle. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News Time is 7.50. And our weekend programming this weekend, of course, we've got uh, Southern Tier Close-Up tomorrow morning at 6.03 a.m. with Kathy White, uh, followed by Bill Flynn, the classic hit show from 8 to 2 p.m., and Ron and Nanny and the Car Doctor, 2 to 4 p.m., answering your car questions with some tips and information for you. And Don Giovanni is in with the Frank Sinatra Show Saturday night, 6 to 9 p.m., right here, three hours of Sinatra Music in Conversation with Don Giovanni. And then on Sunday morning, Bill Flynn back with the world-famous Polka Show from 7 to noon, along with Kevin Bixby, a live show here on Sundays with all the information to get you up to date. You're looking for live information, not pre-recorded stuff that you heard two days ago. You're going to get the live stuff right here, uh, followed by Don Giovanni with the Italian Oldies House Party from noon to 3. We've got the At Home Show with Gary Sullivan from 4 to 7 Sunday night. Uh, and then, of course, Kim Commando. And we get back into our routines on, uh, well, this Monday is a holiday for us here. So uh, we will uh, not have WNBF First News or Bingham to Now on Monday. Instead, uh, Red Eye Radio and John Batchelor, uh will be on. And then uh, Dan Bongino following that, too. Our new show from noon to 3 weekday. So we'll join Dan a little later on today as well. All right, 7.51 right now, 61 degrees. Fun facts, it's the 4th of July weekend, so the fun facts will be about, yeah, Independence Day. That's coming. There, owning a fireworks stand. And tell me you don't have no whisker biscuits, honky lighters, Husker Doos. That's fireworks' greatest hits right there. USA. We want America to stay on the cutting edge. How many Americans can name all 50 states? 35% can't name any branches of government. We're not going to sit here and listen to you bad mouth the United States of America. I will not watch zombie movies on the 4th of July. Wake up with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF. First news, here's Doug Mosier. Time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's... That's the truth. Or... That's baloney. Yes, indeed. We welcome you to our Fun Facts segment. Just remember, Mm -hmm. I know everything. We'll find that out. The verdict is out on it right now. Okay, all right. Just answer my question, wise guy. All right, here we go. Fun fact number one. Most of the signatures for the Declaration of Independence were collected on July 4th, the actual date. Most of the signatures for the Declaration of Dependence were actually collected on July 4th. That's baloney. Now, only two men actually signed the Declaration of Independence on July 4th, 1776. Charles Thompson and the infamous John Hancock, the only two who actually signed on July 4th. The other 54 delegates signed over the course of the next month. More on that document. Fun fact number two. One signee actually took back his signature of the document. Imagine that. Ah, no take-backs. You signed it. One Signee actually took back his signature of the document. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, Richard Stockton, a lawyer from New Jersey, became the only signer of the Declaration of Independence to recant his support of the revolution uh, after being captured by the British in November 1776 and thrown in jail. After years of abusive treatment and his recanting of loyalty, Stockton was released to find all of his property destroyed or stolen by the British. His library, one of the finest in the colonies, was burned to the ground. Probably a great big sign that says Stockton Stinks written on the side of it, too. Fun fact number three. 
We did not gain our independence, actually, on July 4th, the day we celebrate. We did not actually gain our independence on July 4th. What do you think? That's the truth. You peaked, didn't you? One of the greatest misconceptions of the 4th of July lies in the name and date. It's widely believed that America declared their independence from Britain on July 4th, 1776. However... That's baloney. The official vote actually took place two days before. And the declaration was published in papers on July 4th. So we did not gain our independence on July 4th. Next fun fact. Thomas Jefferson was the oldest person to sign the Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson, the oldest signee to sign the Declaration of Independence. You think? That's baloney. Now, Benjamin Franklin, actually, was the oldest signee at 70 years of age to sign the Declaration of Independence. And finally, do you own one of those uh, flag T-shirts or beach towels or shorts or maybe a headband with the American flag on it? Do you? If you do, you are in violation of the U.S. flag code. Do you believe that? That's the truth. Apparently it's the truth. You're not supposed to do that, although people do. You know? Yeah. You'll see a lot of flags hanging this weekend for sure on houses. I see a lot now. It's a real, really patriotic year. The mixed motions in the election going back and forth. A lot of parades with you know, big convoys with American flags and people, you know, we love our country, that's for sure. Whether you vote for one side or the other, whether you have a, a, a political agenda or you don't, you know, we are Americans. And that should be the theme for this weekend. We're all members of the American Party, right? Here are my fellow Americans. Don't forget to have a hot dog, a burger, and uh, an ice cold beer if you're over 21. That's allowed. And fireworks this weekend, too. But go somewhere and don't try and light them off yourself and blow your fingers off or anything, you know? Coming up next hour, hey, we're going to be talking to Roger Neal about uh, the Vic Sporty Goods Open. That is uh, getting underway a little later today. Uh, we'll continue right into Sunday. And we're hoping that the weather will be cooperative. we got a little bit of iffy spots here and there, but maybe it'll blow over. We'll see. And that uh, primarily is coming uh, this afternoon. And into tomorrow, but then the rest of the weekend looking pretty good. So uh, we'll see if it gets underway. And it looks like for fireworks on Sunday night, it looks like right now we're in the clear. The people are going to celebrate. Looks like you'll have a a nice display wherever you go. All right, Kathy, stand by with local headlines, and uh, we'll get that in in just a minute. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Good morning. It's 8 a.m. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 59 degrees at 8.04. A bit of a breeze out of the northwest at 9 miles an hour. The WMBF Twin Tiers forecast calling for mostly cloudy today. 70% chance of mainly afternoon showers and thunderstorms on a high in the mid-70s. Authorities are investigating the cause of a garage fire that shut down a Little League game in Owego last night. Tioga County Emergency Services officials say the blaze at a structure at 171 Talcott Street next to the Hyde Park drew firefighters from Owego and Appalachian around quarter after nine last night and kept crews on the scene for three and a half hours. Firefighters were able to go back to their stations about quarter of one this morning. One minor injury was reported. Tioga Firewire reported the building was fully engulfed when crews arrived on the scene and the ball game at Hyde Park was being evacuated. 
Fire damage was mainly contained to the garage. With Little League games happening right next door, firefighters had a challenge navigating those big trucks through the streets crowded with parked cars. A Broome County man faces up to life in prison after admitting he tried to lure who he thought was a child into having sexual contact with him. Officials with the U.S. Attorney Northern District Office say 32-year-old Richard O'Hara of Glen Aubrey pleaded guilty to attempting to coerce and entice a minor. O'Hara admits traveling to a house where he thought a 10-year-old girl lived in August of last year with the intent of engaging in sex with her. O'Hara had online contact with an undercover officer posing as the child in July and August of 2020 and exchanged several sexually explicit messages with the agent he believed was the little girl after he had had online communications with the officer believing he was arranging the setup with the parent of the fictitious child. Federal prosecutors say O'Hara faces a minimum of 10 years and up to life in prison and a fine of up to $250,000. Sentencing is set for November. Endicott police detectives are trying to locate at least two people following the report of gunshots on a village street. Authorities say the incident occurred in the 1700 block of Tracy Street about 8.10 p.m. on Wednesday. Investigators believe a couple people exchanged gunfire on Tracy Street between South Roosevelt and Adams Avenues. Police say it does not appear anyone was hurt. Witnesses reported seeing a black-colored sedan that apparently was involved, leaving the area on South Roosevelt. Investigators are asking people who live in that area to check their security video from the time around the reported gunfire to determine if they might have footage that could help. Anyone with information or video related to the investigation can contact Endicott Police at 607-785-3341. WMBF News Time 807. The driver of a septic truck is recovering from injuries suffered when he lost control of the vehicle and crashed in the town of Windsor. State police say 26-year-old Brett Welsh of New Milford was trapped for a time in the cab of the truck after it overturned on Grange Hall Road around 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday. According to authorities, the crash happened on a slippery road just west of Bush Hill Road. Windsor Assistant Fire Chief John McNulty says the driver was able to get himself out of the truck. Welsh was transported to Barnes Cason Hospital in Susquehanna for treatment of what appears to be minor injuries. There is no significant leakage of the contents of the septic truck, which was owned by Suburban Septic and Excavating Services of Kirkwood. WMBF News Time 808. Questions remain about whether customers will be able to make a left turn onto a busy street from a planned burned dairy store in Endicott. The proposed store and gasoline station will be built at the site of a former Friendly's restaurant on East Main Street and Loader Avenue. Endicott Mayor Linda Jackson says she understands the developers were having a difference of opinion with the New York State Department of Transportation for turning left onto Route 17C, that's Main Street. The mayor says burn customers who want to travel east would be able to leave the parking lot via Loader Avenue and use a traffic signal to turn onto East Main Street. Jackson notes left turns are also prohibited from a nearby McDonald's restaurant. Although burn dairy representatives have discussed the left turn issue with the DOT, the state agency has yet to issue a public decision on it. A Republican-crafted bill to ban so-called COVID-19 vaccine passports in Pennsylvania and restrict the health secretary's actions during health emergencies is dead after being vetoed by the Democratic governor. The measure that split both legislative chambers along party lines last month was vetoed yesterday by Governor Tom Wolf. 
if it had not been vetoed, then it would have prevented colleges and universities that receive state money from mandating proof of COVID-19 vaccinations. It's 8.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an un imaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. Good morning and welcome to the edge of the ever-loving weekend coming up here, 4th of July weekend. A lot of things going on. Of course, there'll be fireworks, there'll be uh, picnics and festivities and fun, and also the Dick's Sporting Goods Open 50th anniversary this year. Joining me right now is our own part of the WNBF family, it's Roger Neal. Hey, Rog. Hey, Doug. Good morning. How are you? Happy early holiday weekend. And right back at you, my friend. Thank we you. are excited because we're proud to say Roger Neal is going to be on the airwaves with us this weekend. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to it. A uh, chance to cover a great event, uh, the biggest sporting event in our area, obviously, the Dick Sporting Goods Open. And after a year away from it, from last year's pandemic situation, uh, everybody is excited to get the tournament underway. The Pro-Am, second of the two pro-ams played yesterday. There was a rain delay in the afternoon. It really poured for a while. Mm-hmm. Then the golfers got back out and were able to finish things up. The course is in superb shape. And the first golfers will go to the tee just after 9 o'clock this morning, scheduled 9-14. There'll be a, a ceremonial uh, first tee tee-off with 1974 and Endicott native uh, BC Open champion uh, Richie Carl. Richie won in 74. He's expected back and, and do that. The, the tee on number one to officially get the tournament underway. And so three rounds of golf. Some of the world's incredibly outstanding golfers over their careers are taking part in this. Yesterday, after the rain delay, I got out on the course for a while, and it was it was like watching a Hall of Fame go by. I saw in succession two-time BC Open champ Joey Sindelar. I saw John Daly, a former champion of BC Open champ. And then right behind him, uh, Fred Funk, who also won the BC Open. So those are the kind of golfers that you get a chance to see compete uh, among the world's best. Many of the world's best are competing right here this weekend at Enjoy. Our reports coming your way periodically throughout the weekend, including sponsored by the folks at Broom Steam Carpet Cleaning. 
uh, room steam carpet cleaning owner Alex Kuchera, always proud to lend a helping hand with events like the Dick's Sporting Goods Open and supporting the largest sporting event of the year in the Southern Tier, and also by the Copen and Daniels Funeral Home, thanking all involved in organizing the Dick's Open for our community. Wishing good luck to all the Coleman and Daniel Funeral Home uh, listeners serving from uh, uh, three locations in our area. So our thanks to Coleman and Daniels for helping to bring you coverage, another great community supporter, and uh, we're looking forward to it, Doug. And again, everything, all the, the talking will be over in, uh, well, about just an hour or so as the first golfers tee off. It's going to be very interesting any of the groups that you choose to follow. And again, there's a limited crowd, so it will not be the huge crowds of the past, limited to 5,000, but uh, those on hand are going to have uh, no doubt an outstanding time. 10.20 today, going off Doug Barron, the defending champ from 2019, Scott McCarmon, who won the Dick Sporting Goods Open in 2017, and Bernard Langer, who won in 2014. They're all playing together and will tee off at 10.20 this morning. So that's going to be a group to be watching throughout the first round of play as well. And our first reports will be coming there in the 3 o'clock hour today, throughout the day tomorrow and on Sunday as well, with Bill Flynn and uh, Don Giovanni, until a brand-new champion is crowned sometime late Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and some of the uh, the weather's a little iffy for the first day or so, and then it looks like it gets better. But, um, Raj, how do you explain? Because a lot of people that follow golf, you know, they go out on the golf course, they, they're golfing with their buddies, and everybody has their own way of doing things. But then when you watch people like Doug Barron or Joey Sindelar or some of the other ones, and they make it look so effortlessly, I mean, what's, what is the difference between that and, and the, the novice golfer? Well, I think... Um the first thing is uh, an incredibly large amount of work over the years. And then secondly, I think that um, they're able to keep an even keel. You know, they are so skilled that should they make, and they don't make many, but should they make a bad shot, you know, into the rough or into the trees, whatever, they're capable of making an outstanding shot to recover from that. When, you know, many golfers mm-hmm. that don't play even uh, what they would say is a fair amount, but nothing compared to the practice rounds and the the thousands of hours from the pros. Um, you know they can't do that, or they have a uh, basically a meltdown and, and and they'll have a terrible hole or two. Uh, you don't very often see that from the pro golfers. So not only are they tremendously skilled to start, but they put in a ton of work to get to where they they have been and are continuing to play at a very high level. Yeah, they're the top of their class for yep. sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're excited about it. Now, you were there yesterday for the Pro-Am. Uh, what, yep. what was the crowds like? What was the mood like? Well, it was, it was very good, you know, uh, before the rains came. And then, of course, it was a lengthy delay because of the heavy rains that moved through. And then later in the day, not a whole lot left. But, um, you know, Pro-Ams don't usually have huge crowds anyhow. But uh, it was just a, nice to see everybody back on it, as I said, that's the beauty of um, the Champions Tour, in that all these golfers have won numerous titles, and um, you know they have not gotten on the Champions Tour because they've not been all stars. So, um, pretty much whoever you follow, uh, whether you know, and some people elect to follow a particular golfer or a particular group. Uh, others uh, elect to kind of camp out on a hole and watch as the golfers go through. Whatever the case, you're going to see many of the best golfers who have ever competed in professional golf. So that is quite, uh, you know, a, a big plus for those who are able to turn out 
and uh, and get a chance to watch everything unfold here the next three days. Yeah, certainly the highlight of the summer, sporting-wise and even event-wise, too. Roger, we're going to talk again in a couple minutes here at the bottom yep. of the hour about, uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of your favorites and who you like to, to talk about and maybe who you think might uh, do well this year uh, as we continue our talk. But we're looking forward to having you with us all weekend long, today, tomorrow, and Sunday with uh, coverage from Enjoy. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'll be uh, excited to let our listeners know what's happening with leaderboard updates throughout the tournament. All right, and we'll talk to you in a couple minutes. Thank you. All right, thanks, Raj. Roger Neal, WNBF's Roger Neal from Enjoy this afternoon, and of course Saturday and Sunday too, giving us uh, information, updates from the 50th, 50th Dick Sporting is open here. WNBF News Radio. Starts recording. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions, on News Radio 1290. WNBF! Traffic and weather together, now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Well, the road conditions are looking good this morning. No accidents to report around the area. We'll keep you updated on that. A few areas where they may be doing some construction projects, weather permitting today, uh, aside from the rain, will be Riverside Drive. Paving operations going on. Alternating rain, uh, alternating lane closures expected in that area from Route 201 to the city line. Also, the Southside Bridge in Binghamton, they'll be working on that uh, with uh, rebuildings and different things that they're doing to fix that up as well. And there's probably other areas around town that uh, they'll be doing milling and paving and other such projects, weather permitting, of course. And our WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, we do have rain today, uh, primarily this afternoon, mostly cloudy afternoon showers and thunderstorms likely, mid-70s. For tonight, mostly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mid to upper 50s. Saturday, mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms, high near 70. And for the 4th of July, mostly sunny, mid to upper 70s, beautiful day. And then Monday, again, mostly sunny, highs in the mid 80s. We have a couple real nice days here, uh, the back half of the weekend into uh, Monday, which a lot of people opted for a holiday weekend. I'm sure a lot of people have taken that off. Whether you did or didn't, you're going to get some nice weather. On Monday as well. Tuesday, mostly sunny. There is a chance of an afternoon shower or a thunderstorm. And a high near 90. So, yeah, we've got that uh, misty, moisty weather starting to, to hit us uh, once again. And right now we're at, uh, well, it says 59 degrees. So we went down a couple of ticks this morning. But um, things will pick up. Weather will get a little warmer. We were talking to Roger Neal a, a few minutes ago. We'll be talking to him again in a couple minutes as uh, he'll be heading to Enjoy to uh, give us reports all weekend long with the Dick Sporting Goods Open, beginning later this afternoon. Uh, rounds gets underway this morning, and weather permitting, we'll hopefully get uh, most of the golfers in and, and things going on. If we can get through most of uh, tomorrow into the afternoon hours or later, uh, we should be good for the rest of the weekend. So we'll have updates from Roger from Enjoy all weekend long, and uh, we're excited about being a part of the 50th anniversary of the Dick Sporting Goods Open, 50 years. And, you know, it's one of those tournaments that uh, people look forward to year after year. It's one of the biggest sporting events in here, but the, one of the biggest events, period, because uh, there's also a musical entertainment. We've had all kinds of great musical acts there uh, throughout the years, and uh, I think the Old Dominion will be there. I believe it's tonight, is it? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, we've had Three Dog Night. We've had Bon Jovi. We've had Tim McGraw. We've had, uh, who else have we had? We have all kinds of groups that have been there for many years uh, throughout. So, uh, yeah, 
We're looking forward to it. If you're interested in finding out a little bit more about some of the golfers that will be there, you can go on to WNBF.com or through the WNBF app. Eight golfers in this year's Dick Sporting is open. You need to know. It's right there for you. And uh, we'll keep to continue to give you updates all weekend long with our own Roger Neal. WNBF First News Time, 826. We're at 59. I really enjoy the 4th of July. Because I love my country, I'm going to shoot explosive rockets. Cause explosion, blow things up. Gearing up for fireworks. Got M80s, bottle rockets. You lose an eye in a bottle rocket war, you are a patriot. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Talking about the 4th of July, actually not the anniversary of our independence. We actually gained our independence a couple days before that. But uh, we decided to celebrate it when uh, the document came out and was signed. And we're kind of celebrating the signing of the document as well, you know. But only two people actually signed it that day, Charles Thompson and John Hancock. The only two. Of course, John signed enough for like five people or more. Anyway, happy birthday, America. We are happy and proud to be Americans. And whatever you're doing this weekend, we hope it's a great one. Play it safe. And uh, keep it right here, too, for lots of great programming, including updates from the Dick Sporting Goods Open. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Morning. It is 8.30. We've had some fog around this morning. Forecast for today, mostly cloudy, a 70% chance of mainly afternoon showers and thunderstorms. High today in the mid-70s. Currently, we are at 59 still in downtown Binghamton. U.S. officials say the military has left Bagram Airfield in Afghanistan after almost 20 years. The facility was the epicenter of the war to oust the Taliban and hunt down the al-Qaeda perpetrators of the September 11th terrorist attacks on America. Two officials say the airfield was handed over to Afghan national security and defense in its entirety. The government budget office has upgraded its forecasts for the economy. The nonpartisan congressional budget office now expects GDP growth will increase by 7.4 percent this year. That's double its previous forecast. The budget office says economic stimulus programs are giving a big boost to the economy, but higher government spending is also adding to the deficit. The CBO says the federal budget deficit will reach $3 trillion this year. That would be the second largest number since 1945. Elizabeth Schulze, ABC News, Washington. WMBF First News Time 832. City of Binghamton police are sorting out the details of what appears to be an attempted robbery near the downtown central bus terminal. Police got reports shortly before 3.30 this morning from a Lyft rideshare driver of two men approaching his vehicle in what had been construed as a possible attempted carjacking. That apparently wasn't the case. And the men approaching the car may have been related to the sketchy accounts of someone being chased by a man with a knife. Available police cars were called in to sweep the area around the bus station, Roundabout, and Court Street, and one man allegedly involved in the incidents had been detained. Early unconfirmed accounts indicate the authorities were sorting out whether the incidents are classified as an attempted robbery or larceny. Investigators are reviewing security camera images from businesses in the area. We'll have more details as they are released by the authorities. Broome County's pandemic state of emergency is over, and its senior centers are again offering services, including hot meals and social programs.
County Executive Jason Garner says with the new infection rates of one or two a day and several days with no new fatalities from COVID-19, he would not renew the executive state of emergency order in place for 475 days when it expired yesterday afternoon. The Democrat says there are no restrictions remaining, so there was no reason to continue the historic order, which was the longest ever emergency declaration in effect in county history. During the emergency, an emergency operations center was opened and helped coordinate the collection and distribution of personal protective equipment like face masks, gloves, respirators, and gowns, get 1.2 million meals to students forced to learn at home without access to normal school breakfast and lunch programs, and with the health department, help oversee testing for and tracking of the virus. The EOC is now being closed. Meanwhile, the new director of the Broome County Office for Aging, Mary Wickham, announced last weekend on our weekly local public affairs program, Southern Tier Close Up, that all eight senior centers and two adult daycare programs have reopened to the public. Those services were shut down by pandemic restrictions, cutting off socialization and other benefits for the senior population. Wickham says, however, a good thing to come out of the crisis was the development of a virtual senior center connecting residents to seniors all over the state. You can hear more about Broom's Office for Aging and Senior Programs that was featured on Southern Tier Close-Up last weekend, in case you missed it, on our WNBF podcast. The Broome County Health Department reminds residents enjoy the sun safely during the long 4th of July weekend. Officials advise residents to apply sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher every two hours, seek shade midday when the sun's rays are the strongest, and wear hats, sunglasses, and sun protective clothing. Health experts say one in five Americans will be diagnosed with some form of skin cancer in their lifetime, while skin cancer is highly preventable. Officials say over 90% of all skin cancer is caused by exposure to ultraviolet radiation from the sun or indoor tanning devices. It's 835 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. The news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Good morning. Well, the uh, Dick Sporting gets on uh, Dick Sporting Goods Open gets underway this morning uh, in just a few hours or less than that. And joining us right now is uh, the guy that's going to be bringing us reports all weekend long from Enjoy. It is Roger Neal. Good morning. Thank you. Yes, and we're very excited to be a part of this year's Dick Sporting Goods Open reports throughout the weekend being brought to you in part by Mike Colson Insurance and also Brent Dyer Construction. And play gets underway, well, not even an hour from now now, uh, scheduled to the first golfers teeing off at 914. Before that, Richie Caro expected to uh, have the um, ceremonial first tee shot to start things off. 1974 BC Open champion, of course, a longtime resident of Endicott. So that is uh, is coming up. Lots of excitement. This has been building up for quite a while, ever since the green light was given to have the tournament this year, albeit in an altered fashion with just the maximum 5,000 fans allowed on the course. So that'll be a vastly different look than usual when many, many times that would turn out certainly for Friday afternoon and evening for the concert with what will be tonight Old Dominion. But looking forward to everything, and our reports will be uh, throughout the afternoon starting at 3 till about 6. Then tomorrow, late morning, until pretty much play wraps up depending on the pace of everything through uh, 5.30. And then Sunday until a brand-new champion is crowned will be broadcasting live on the Bill Flynn Show and also with Don Giovanni throughout the afternoon. So we're excited about it. A great field, and that's an understatement. The yeah. golfers are tremendous, and we're looking forward to exciting golf. Um, 
Uh, also, you know, a longtime favorite, uh, two-time BC Open champ Joey Sindelar will have no doubt a lot of followers. Joey tees off at 138 today, along with Fred Funk and Billy Andrade, that group. And uh, then behind them, 149, Cullen Montgomery, who had a great finish here a couple of years ago, uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez, and also Jose Maria Olafable. And then wrapping things up, the last group set to go to the tee, Jim Furyk, Ernie Els, and Darren Clark for Els, one of the top golfers. He's number two right now in earnings with the Charles Schwab Cup um, earnings list. And that's, of course, the money list for those who play on the, the, the Champions Tour. Uh, he's won just under $2 million so far this year, his first yeah. time playing at Enjoy. Wow. So no doubt he'll be a golfer to watch and bring a lot of excitement again, set to, uh, to tee off at uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon in round one. So uh, let me ask you, who, is your fa- who, who are you looking at this year? Who's your favorites to watch? You know, uh, I, I, I don't think you can discount uh, being right in the hunt, if not indeed the outright champ, uh, Kevin Sutherland. He's played extremely well here over the years. Going into this tournament, he's number four in the Schwab Cup race. He's won $1.7-plus million so far in earnings in the 2020-21 uh, season. And he has done extremely well over the past here um, at Enjoy. And I think he is one that I will be certainly keeping an eye on, and, and certainly Ernie Els, mm-hmm. uh, to see what he can do with the uh, the tight fairways at Enjoy. So that should be an outstanding opportunity for, for people to watch and follow him as well. Jim Furyk will make his tournament debut also playing today. He did play three times on the the PGA Tour, but this is the first time for the Champions Tour appearance for him. So another to keep an eye on. He's been playing very well also. But if, if you're looking for an outright pick, I would say Kevin Sutherland has to be a favorite going in. And, of course, Doug Barron uh, mm-hmm. trying to defend his championship and has, has played well over the past two. So um, it's going to be very interesting. But, again, the outstanding part of this is that these golfers have such a, um, a resume of success that anyone certainly is capable of making a very bona fide run for the championship, which is going to be a, a prize purse of $307,500, so not a bad payday for mm-hmm. a holiday weekend. No, not at all. You know, And, uh, you know, what a feather in our cap, too, that was revealed a little earlier this week that uh, the Dick Sporting is open uh, another three years on the Stack family, who I actually know went to school with a couple of the kids, but they're from here, they're from this area, and what a, a great way, you know, for a family that actually is right from our area here to come in and keep this uh, this great tournament alive. Absolutely, and of course, Dix has a big distribution center uh, in Conklin, and they've got the uh, original Dix location in Binghamton yet, and certainly the the big store uh, in the Town Square Mall, but yes, their headquarters moved to suburban Pittsburgh and still giving back to our community, so that that's tremendous, and it I, I know that the, um, the Dix Open uh, officials read the sigh of relief when that was announced that they have continued the sponsorship for three, minimum, three more years. So that's uh, great news, not just for you know everybody connected with the Dick Sporting is open, but for our community. I was in stores over this past several days, and a lot of them said, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people coming in. You know, um, mostly food stores, whatever, but the point is that it draws a lot of interest. People get out. And again, this will be an altered year because of the pandemic concerns uh, going back several months. But nonetheless, the tournament going on. So it's very exciting. We're happy to bring you reports throughout the weekend. And they're being brought to you in part by Mike Colson Insurance. Uh, Mike Colson Insurance, a strong supporter of the Dicks Open since the beginning and a friend of our community. Mike Colson Insurance, always here for you. 
Also by Brent Dyer Construction. Brent Dyer Construction, make your home remodeling dreams come into a reality with the help of Brent Dyer Construction. Always there for you. All types of home improvement. Find them online and on Facebook. And, of course, you can hear more about these great sponsors also with Bill Flynn throughout the weekend as well with this show Saturday and Sunday. And our report's coming your way until a champion is crowned sometime late Sunday afternoon from the Dick's Morning is Open. Yeah, we're going to have to have a shout-out to the Polka King for putting this together for us. Bill Flynn, uh, who uh, is a big, huge supporter of this event every year, as well as you are, Roger. And, uh, well, you yes. know. and, and uh, Bill has um, done so much for our community, so he is all, uh, all in with it and um, supports it, and he's the driving force that we're able to cover this, so we do appreciate it. Yeah, and all of our sponsors, thank you so much for, for helping support this great event. It's a lot of fun. As you mentioned, Raj has taken on just a little bit of different look this year with not individual tickets. I'm sure they'll be back next year, hopefully. Well, that's that's the plan, absolutely, yeah. to get back, you know, get through this year in the, in the best fashion possible and uh, then set the sights on an even bigger and, and banner year for, for next year. Well, we're excited about the reports. We're looking sight- uh, very excited to have you back with us again doing those reports, Roger. I can't think of anybody that would do a better job than you, so we're excited about it, and I know our fans, our listeners, will be looking forward to hearing the reports. And, folks, uh, keep up with all the updates throughout the weekend right here with our own Roger Neal. All right, Doug, thank you very much, and we'll be talking to our listeners here just a little bit later on this afternoon, starting in the 3 o'clock hour. All right, we'll touch base real soon, Roger. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Roger Neal, going to be doing the Dick Sporting Goods Open uh, updates for us all weekend long, right into Sunday. WNBF First News Time, 844. We'll check in with Broomtaga Workforce, our job report. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. And good morning to you, Bob Joseph, coming your way in a couple minutes at WNBF's Binghamton, now the Friday edition. But right now, our workforce job report from Broomtaga Workforce New York from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Doug. All set for the 4th of July weekend? Oh, yeah, I'm excited. And we are, too. And you know what? And you're going to mention this, I know, in a minute. We've had a huge, folks, a huge job fair at Rabbit Stadium on Tuesday. But uh, as we get into it, Steve, go ahead and give us your job report. Absolutely. Let's see. Job number one today is with Ellis Brothers. They're looking for a driver slash worker. This position will load and unload furniture trucks, deliver furniture, and move furniture throughout the store. Uh, Job number two is with the Family Enrichment Network, looking for a certified teacher. The certified teacher leads the classroom in assessing, planning, and responding to individual needs of Head Start and Johnson City School District-sponsored children. This is a full-year, full-day pre-kindergarten program. Hot job number three is with Rose Construction, LLC, looking for a carpentry foreman. Uh, The ideal candidate must have strong leadership skills who can establish a safe, productive, and profitable work environment and must have experience with the following. Siding, doors, windows, flooring, convention stick building construction, rough and finished carpentry, concrete forming and finishing, and metal and shingle roofing. And then, as we mentioned, on Tuesday, we've got our big Grand Slam job fair coming up at Marabito Stadium, 211 Henry Street. There are going to be 50 businesses in attendance from 4.30 to 6.30. Um, more job opportunities than I can even list with the time we have here. And our staff is going to be on hand to help people navigate, let you know a little bit more about the services we offer. But if you'd like to get a resume review in beforehand, we'll be open you know, all day on Tuesday ahead of the job fair. 
you know, this is a fantastic opportunity for anybody who's looking for work, who's out of work and needs a job, or who's just looking to switch careers. There are a lot of businesses looking to fill these positions, and there are more positions than you could ever hope for. Um, so definitely come down, meet us there. We'll help you find what you're looking for. I cannot overstate how many opportunities are going to be at the stadium on Tuesday. Yeah, and you want to get a chance to get into some of those really good jobs, folks. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. And Broomtag Workforce can help you out as well if you need help with resumes or uh, programs and services that they have. Uh, they're open 8 to 4 weekdays. You can call them at 778-2136. Steve, uh, I want to wish you and Preston and Bob and Becky and your whole staff a great 4th of July weekend. Thank you for everything you do, and we're really excited about the job fair on Tuesday. Absolutely. Same to you and yours, Doug, and then we'll hopefully see everybody at the stadium on Tuesday. Look forward to it. Have a great weekend. You too. <laughs> Bye now. Steve from Broom Tiger Workforce New York in the uh, former Sears location at the Oakdale Mall. And uh, they're there to help you. Lots of free programs and services. So do check them out. If you're looking to get back into work again, looking to switch careers, or you know somebody that uh, needs a job too, they can help you out. WNBF First News Time, 8. is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. As we get into our 4th of July weekend coming up here, I want to wish all of you the best. Please play it safe this weekend. And there's going to be a lot of traffic out on the roads. And I realize that you don't, you know that, but uh, we like to just remind people things uh, you might want to be prepared for. You can check it out at WNBF.com. Information there on uh, things, maybe just to remind you of things that you might want to be looking out for this weekend as we get into uh, the celebration of America. It's been a long year for everybody. This might be a nice little healing weekend for all of us to kind of you know, not really talk about the political stuff that's going on in this world, but more about our freedoms and the people that fought and gave their lives for us so that we can have those freedoms. And it's hard. It's tough to get caught up in the day-to-day stuff and emotions are high with a lot of people. And I was talking to my mom the other day about it. uh, And, you know, she was saying, I I can't talk to anybody about anything. You mention anything immediately, there's some kind of a political agenda that's drawn to it. And next thing you know, these people, their facade changes and they... You know, they're just not that person anymore. So it's been uh, it's been rough. You know, and being behind the mic of talk radio, uh, we deal with it every day. You see it all the time, but we purport it. So it's, uh, it's nice to turn our thoughts to something that we all have in common. The common denominator of all Americans is our freedoms, the entitlements that we have that many, many other countries do not have. And I don't have to remind you of that. I know you know that. But it's still nice to to think about it. And I think for me, you know, it's a great way. And for maybe other people that have anger and even some hatred in their hearts, some people do, and it just emotions overwhelm people. But kind of holistically, when we think about what we have in this country, you know, that feeling, what do you call it, uh, cathartic. You know, I mean, it's really, I mean, if, if the, the past year and a half has been horrible for most people. It's been worse for other people in the world. You know, people in India and all the stuff they went through. People in Africa. It was just, uh, you know, just 
things that happen that we don't think about day to day in our lives. But being an American, as I'm standing here right now looking at the American flag waving on the screen here in front of me and just thinking about the greatest country in the world and all the things that I can do when I walk out of here, when I shut this mic off and walk out of this building today, I'm going to be able to go see my granddaughter, my wife. I'm going to be able to go and enjoy time with friends and family this weekend, you know. And I hope you get a chance to do the same. Because it's been a rough year and a half. So uh, let's have fun this weekend and enjoy. We've got reports from the Dick Sporting Goods Open all weekend long with our own Roger Neal. And boy, I can't tell you how excited I am to have him back with us again, working with us, uh, doing something that he loves more than anything, is being a broadcaster. And, you know, I can't think of anybody, to be honest with you, that could do the sports the way he does uh, sports and his knowledge of it. I, I have no. The only thing I know about golf is that. Um, I'm pretty good at getting it through the windmill a little bit, and sometimes in the clown's nose at the end of the round. But um, there are just, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of events throughout the summer. This is one of the bigger ones when it comes to sporting events. And we're excited about that. Fireworks, also Highland Park, Fireworks Montrose on Sunday night as well, the high school. And um, somebody said they're doing something in Candor, but I don't know. I haven't verified anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing something. They usually do down there in the village. Um, but there'll be lots of things going on this weekend. And then on uh, Monday, the big Montrose celebration, too, with Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby. And they'll be uh, broadcasting from the Montrose Days down there, which starts, I believe, in the morning with a pancake breakfast. They know they have a parade. They have uh, just fun days out there and a lot of fun. And it's not that far from here. It doesn't take long to get there. So it's a stone's throw from our area here, the beautiful Montrose. So shout out to our friends out there across the border for a very successful Montrose Days coming up with you guys. And Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby are coming. They'll be there. We'll be checking in with Roger throughout the weekend as well. Tomorrow morning, Kathy White with WNBF's Southern Tier Close-Up at 6.03. Always interesting guests in our community with Kathy. Followed by the Bill Flynn Classic Hit Show, 8 to 2. And we've got Ron Anani in the Car Doctor from 2 to 4. Don Giovanni back with us again. And another old friend who is uh, great to be here and part of the WNBF weekend lineup. Frank Sinatra, 6 to 9. Don Giovanni with Music and Conversation. A fun three hours. And then on Sunday, we have Bill Flynn from 7 to noon, along with Kevin Bixby of the world-famous Polka Show. Don Giovanni back again with the Italian Oldies House Party from noon to 3. And then at home with Gary Sullivan from 4 to 7. So, th- again, thank you for a great week. Thank you, Kathy White. Enjoy your vacay coming up. And uh, thank you for everything you do as well. Check out Kathy's Foodie Friday recipes if you're looking for recipes for this weekend. and All kinds of recipes. You can find some good stuff there. So check it out. Stay tuned for Bob Joseph and WNBF's Binghamton now coming your way in just a couple of minutes. And then the Dan Bongino Show. Almost said Don Giovanni. The Dan Bongino Show from noon to 3. Enjoy your weekend. We're off Monday with a regularly scheduled program. We'll be back on Tuesday. God bless America. God bless all of you. Have a great weekend, and thank you so much for making us a part of it. WNBF Binghamton.